The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 184th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I need an arc because it has been raining for three straight days. We're going to be on five full days of solid rain and I'm over it. I am over it like we're underwater. I had enough. My dog has enough. He wants to go take his royal shit out on the street. Enough of this shit. I need some sun. Anyway, for tonight's podcast, we will be discussing the death of Google Stadia, Halo switching to Unreal Engine, Overwatch 2, Modern Warfare 2 Beta, and as well as the latest TV shows and movies we are watching. And with that, we'll get into the guests on this episode. First up, we have Mr. Sexy Grexy, the owner of a 1984 IROC Z with T tops. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? With racing stripes. Don't forget about that. Oh, nice. It's, uh, this is a collector's edition right there. <laughs> um, matching gold chain to go. I'm drinking uh, Allagash White tonight. Found one loan left in my uh, fridge from the summertime, so I've got to get that down. And then uh, what am I playing? I'm playing uh, Black Desert because I've been sucked into that that grind, that uh, painful grind. And then uh, the occasional uh, Rage Night of Fortnite. i got to get my emotes, my dance moves. Your dance moves. What's your favorite dance move in uh, Fortnite? Right now, it's got to be the chicken dance. <laughs> the old the old chicken, chicken dance, dance like yeah yeah <laughs> i just bought the one the uh uh my money don't jiggle jiggle it folds i like the way you wiggle wiggle for sure <laughs> like i i saw i was like got stuck on those tiktoks not tiktoks i don't watch tiktoks i don't do chinese spyware but uh, I've seen it on the uh, Facebook Reels and Instagram. And I got hooked on that. I'm like, if they make this video, I'm buying the dance move. Like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that and I just picked up the cowbell one. And that was just something I had to, I had to purchase. <laughs> uh, next up, we have uh, Mr. Selden007. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? I am doing just fine. Uh, I am drinking currently tonight. I'm drinking Founders Oktoberfest. Uh, getting into my German style beers for good old Oktoberfest period of time. Uh, I have a few of them, but uh, tonight's uh, choice is definitely the Founders. So enjoying that. And I have also been playing the Fortnite uh, No Build. I have to throw No Build in there because I occasionally will try to go into the other versions of Fortnite and I fucking hate it. <laughs> Like, the no-build is where it's at. That's where it's fun and enjoyable, so. Uh, other than that, I've been playing the uh, play, playing the uh, Deathloop title that hit uh, Xbox Mo uh, Games with Gold, or not Games with Gold, but uh, Game Pass. 
So I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I waited a year for that to come out because I didn't have the PlayStation. So um, now that it's on uh, Xbox, it's definitely it's de- definitely a fun you know groundhog type game where you just got to keep repeating and getting further into the mission, figuring things out, and then shortcutting to the next point and stuff like that. So having a lot of fun with that game. So nice. And uh, you're also a uh, a member of another critically acclaimed podcast. You want to pimp that out real quick? Yeah, I'm also a host on the Too Old to Play's Still Got Game podcast. Uh, we also uh, broadcast usually on Monday nights weekly, but uh, we do have occasional days off. So I was able to uh, get an excuse from the uh, host of that to come over here and spend some time with you guys. So. Oh, see, that's a difference. Like GRG, there's no excused absences. Like I, I don't allow it. Greg sneaks off, and I, I get mad. Driver. You know, you have to fill out some TPS report and triplicate. and I still deny it. <laughs> well, there you go. Makes us come in on Saturdays and Sundays. Bastard. Grex, you should talk because you set me up for failure as I tried to upgrade the website. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. And it fantastically <laughs> failed, and I almost crashed and killed it. And like, I was like, oh, my God. So uh, our, our website, there was a, uh, a, a OS upgrade, so I went to go run that. And apparently the uh, the software that runs on our forums is not compatible with the uh, OS upgrade, and it just went south. I, I, I found like an article how to upgrade it. It looked simple enough, and it was like 11 o'clock at night. I figured, hey, you know what, no big deal, right? Oh, yeah, failure. Big failure. Thankfully, I was able to revert my changes and curse out Grex the next morning for <laughs> setting me up like he did. This is how evil he is. And <laughs> we've got a major project ahead of us, but yeah. All right. Anyway, once again, my name is Lala Calamari. I am drinking a Paul Ander Oktoberfest, Marzan. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I have no idea because I'm not very classed. I am playing... Fortnite as well, zero build, because, yeah, I cannot do the the building nonsense. That game is great. I love it. It's fantastic. It is my new favorite Battle Royale title at the moment. As well as I've been, like, grinding out my heart in uh, Elder Scrolls Online, so I've been doing a lot of stuff with that. Which leads me to our uh, first non-rant, and that is my ESO refund. The other day I'm playing Elder Scrolls Online. They have a brand new event out. And with each event, there's a prologue uh, quest series you can do and earn XP and some other bullshit. And it comes up on my announcement screen. So I click, okay, I wanted to go get that. Like you have to go to the announcement screen, which then takes you to their cash shop for some weird reason. And I'm just, I'm not even paying attention. I don't even know what I was doing. I was spaced out. I don't even know. I was probably reading GRG chat, which made my mind numb. I'm clicking through this stuff. And next thing you know, I bought a house guest for my house. It's a big thing in ESO is like player housing. And it's something I do not fucking care about in the slightest. It is essentially having a virtual dollhouse. And I, I could give a rat's ass about this shit. I have, I think I have a few houses because I got them just from playing ESO over the years. I've never paid for one. I don't give a shit about mine. And um, the only thing I care about a house in ESO is my guild house. Like, there's a couple guild houses, and they have like all the crafting stuff there, so it makes it super easy to craft stuff. Other than that, I don't give a crap about it. 
Anyway, turns out I spent $20 worth of crowns on some house guests for my house. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> I thought I was kind of fucked there. So I, I, I said, okay, lesson learned. Pay attention. What the fuck you're doing, asshole? And this one happened. About 10 minutes later, I'm like, that's not cool. I'm going to at least try to get my money back or my crowns back. Because you have like, I, I pay for um, ESO Plus. It's $15 a month. And it's basically so I can get some all the DLCs and the crafting bag included with it. So, uh, and then each month you get 1500 crowns on top of that. And you can use it in the cash shop to buy different things. So I figured, you know, I might as well try to see if I can get that money back. If not, oh, well. Fill a support ticket. And I got to tell you something. Within 30 minutes, I got a reply. I got a refund. Everything was cleared up. I could not believe it. Like, I just thought, like, I'm sending my, like, a, a ticket to a game support company to help me out. Like, okay, I bought the wrong thing. Can you refund me my, my credits? I thought I was fucked. I just assumed that money was lost. Boop. No shit. Like, I'm telling you, I work in IT. I wouldn't even have read a ticket within 30 minutes. <laughs> this was already done, fixed, and resolved. I'm amazed. Thank you, uh, Bethesda and, and, and Zen OS. It was, it was great. Thank you. I, I got my shit back, and I'm happy. Have you guys ever experienced, like, game support before, like, dealing with them? or? I'm going to say uh, no, because I've always been afraid to even try, because I figured I'd get denied right away. I've actually had some luck, because I tried Xbox support, like... I was having an issue with Microsoft Xbox and God, I forget what the thing was, but they helped me. Oh, you know what it was? I think I got like a, I bought a game. It wasn't showing up and they helped me like right away. Like it was, it was weird. It was a weird issue I've never had before. And so it was the second time I've had to call game support and I've had luck. Grex, have you ever had this issue or no? Yeah. So my son is like the king of buying something and then deciding he doesn't like it five minutes into it, so then I have to request a refund because he wants to go buy something else. He does it on his Switch all the time. So their policy is, oh, we don't do refunds for pretty much anything. But they always end up issuing me a refund anyway because he plays for like five minutes and then decides he doesn't like it. So it's been actually been pretty good. I was beside myself. like I just did not expect it. I thought for sure I was going to hit like a dead wall with this. And the fact I submitted this ticket and it was cleared up, my stuff was refunded, and you know the ticket closed within half an hour. I was like, "Oh, the hell yeah, amazing!" So good job, kudos. Yeah, uh, Nintendo usually takes about a day or two, and then and Steam is pretty good. You know, if you're under their policy window hours, you know, if you haven't played, if you haven't had it for so long and haven't played that, you know. Or I think it was like two hours or something. If you play less than two hours, then you, you usually get, they'll usually issue a refund. Uh, Greg, maybe, maybe you could explain something to me because I don't get it. Maybe, I don't know if you have it in, in uh, Black Desert Line, but player housing? Yeah. Do you do anything with that? In Black Desert, player housing is where you like, you have like all your uh, craft benches and stuff. Um, you can get points like decoration points, but I don't do that shit. But the only thing is like, if you're into like the life skill stuff, like heavy trading and, and, uh, and cooking and stuff, you like, if you have a high point house, then it'll work. Like you can get certain nodes will only be accessible to you if you have the highest point house. 
but that's the only real benefit behind it. Now, ESO, it's all just, I guess, decoration. I don't even understand the point of it. Like, in fact, they're running a, an event right now, High Isles event, and um, every day I'm getting like these like blueprints for uh, home stuff, like you can craft like a beam or a door or a table. It's all money stuff too, right? It's is it all cash shop stuff? No, no. This is like so. Like this is stuff that you get during the game. You can earn throughout the game, like regular. But like now, it's it's a more guaranteed chance to drop. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this event, and I'm getting these these uh, blueprints. So I'm selling them on our on the guild trader and making like I'm making bank because I don't fucking care. I can care less about a bench in my house. My house is empty. The houses I have, I don't. I sell this shit as like a hundred grand here, you know, fifty grand there. I'm like, I'm loving it. It's great for me, and uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. I'm not a house. Yeah. So if somebody walks into your house, you basically have a milk crate and a bench, or a, ta- a, a two by four with a piece of wood on top of it, <laughs> and a TV, like a little widescreen TV. Yeah, <laughs> you got the bachelor bed of all that. Bachelor bed. No, yeah, I mean, like you have like that. Like so, our our one guild, the one guild that uh, I'm active in, um, which is similar to GRG, they're like very casual, uh, laid back. They have like the one guild house. It is a massive room, has all the crafting stations, so you can craft anything you need that's craftable in this house. And, and they alphabet, alphabetize it all, and it's all neat and orderly. It's so simple to do stuff. So if I get, like, I have to do a crafting thing, I can go there and, and get it done. It's great. It's fantastic for me. But that's the only thing it serves, like, the only purpose it serves for me. Like, as far as, like, to me to have a house, like, I, it's MMO. Like, why do I care so to get back to your uh, house guest, was it a dominatrix or what did what character did you buy to be your house? If it was a dominatrix, she would have stayed. It's you know, her, the milk crate, and the TV on the wall. Yeah, it was Gunny, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Gunny. I was like, "Fuck this! I don't want to return this shit." <laughs> you know, I would keep the virtual Gunny. Can I return the real one? <laughs> please, I mean, Mister White Russian. Holy shit! Please, thank you. Oh my god. All right. All right. Enough of that stuff. Uh we're going to move right along to gaming geek news. Up first, Google shuts down Stadia. And much is surprising no one that they actually shut down another product. Like who didn't see this coming? Like Google shutting down something. That's a shocker. Uh, yeah, it's a shocker. Uh anyway, so this time it's the uh gaming platform called Stadia. What doesn't Google shut down or abandon? I do not know. Uh, so I was reading a quote, and it said the reason provided by the company was that while built Stadia on a strong technology foundation, it didn't gain the t- didn't gain the traction with the users as expected. Therefore, Google will begin winding down the streaming service, winding it down by January eighteenth, twenty twenty three. So, like in a few months, it's done. <laughs> Stadia players will be refunded all hardware purchases made through the Google Store. This includes the Stadia Controller, Stadia Founders Edition, Stadia Premier Edition, or Play and Watch Google TV package. The refund will also apply to all game and add-on contents purchases made through the Stadia Store. Google expects to have the majority of refunds completed by mid-January. This is fucking nuts. And this just goes to prove that I, Google Stadia should have never gone into an actual live service. They should have kept it as a beta or an alpha 
during this period. Cause that's what a lot of people said that, you know, I, I was, I had originally purchased the founders edition of this, but like three days before it launched, I like, I'm, I bailed out because I'm like, it's not ready at this point. That's what a lot of people are saying that this hardware should have been given out as a, as a beta test to work out all the kinks that they needed to before they actually, you know, publicized it as a live service ready to go look at it now and they're refunding all the money for all the hardware people spent. And that fits a lot of the technology, you know, demos and tech demos that I worked with, you know, with direct TV and stuff like that before, like they, they refund you the money for the hardware you bought after the thing's over. Is this all the users that are giving back the money to, or is this like anybody at a stadia gets their money back? I honestly, I don't know if it goes to people that have canceled the subscription since the beginning, or if it's just active members at that point, you know, of the announcement. So, It'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds at the end, but they made it sound like everybody's getting their money back. <laughs> what happens to like gamers that are playing like uh, big progression games? Like you're you're playing Destiny or Elder Scrolls Online or something along that lines. Like so, you're playing Stadia and you're doing your thing. You're playing Destiny and you got your guy Top Light and you just got your Gallowhorn and all this nonsense. And now they're like, yeah, well, uh, we're going away and fuck you like what's happening to these players like this has got to suck yeah i was reading an article um earlier this week about uh an individual that was playing um red dead redemption 2 on stadia and they'd put in over six thousand hours into their character on the uh on the live version of the uh, red dead and and he's basically he's just pleading with rockstar to do some kind of player progression transfer and i nothing was built into the system to bring progression over to any other systems from what i've seen on any of the titles so i as of right now i think they're all shit out of luck <laughs> that's crazy i'd be so upset from what i i saw what i was reading was uh like bungie ubisoft and a few other companies they said quote unquote they're working on transferring those accounts to other platforms but i mean at this point like why do you why don't you have cross play cross plat progression on every game it's just we need to have this um yeah especially in a situation like this where you have dedicated fans that will buy the title on another platform and move their character over not like they're losing money actually they'll lose money if if, like this guy that spent 6,000 hours, you know, he probably bought add-ons within the game and stuff like that. So, I mean, do you trust Google product with, especially after their track record? Like, would you buy or, or be involved with a Google product after this? Uh, it's just, it seems to be their MO, like to just, they, they introduce something, it gets hot for a minute and then they, they just ignore it, let it wither and die. And then they, Eventually, they wind up canceling. This happens to like, you know, all different things from the web, from your phone. Like, I don't know how you would buy anything from Google. Like, I, I wouldn't. Honestly, I think if Google hadn't done what they did with Stadia, though, I don't think we would be where we're at with like your Microsoft with a Game Pass or with playstation with their playstation plus program where they're everybody once google announced they were going to do this everybody kicked into gear their online streaming capabilities of trying to play games i mean everybody had something in the works but nothing was you know getting pushed out but as soon as google announced it everybody's like fuck we got to get this out the door now so and like i think uh, even the xbox execs said you know playstation isn't our competitor right now it's netflix and it's google that are you know our biggest competitors right now going forward 
And uh, I think if Stadia hadn't existed, I think we would just be seeing the beginning of some of these uh, platforms and the streaming capabilities that we have. So I think they did a good thing by coming out and testing this. Now they're going to take this technology and they're going to twist this technology to some other platform, not gaming specific, but some kind of other service that they'll probably, you know, it'll be the backbone behind. So they did get some test results out of this that they like the tech on that they're going to use somewhere else. So, I mean, I'm a big Google fan. I'll probably get sucked into something else that they put out, like Hangout 2.0 or whatever it is. Oh my God. (laughs) Some other platform or some other product that they put out because i just i love the technology that they're pushing out and the boundaries they're pushing so i'll buy uh, uh, yeah i'm not a google fan but i'm not an iphone fan so that i have an android phone i have both one iphone for work and then uh, uh, android for personal use you talking about like pushing other uh groups to do this thing and, and you know what i've taken advantage of microsoft with the cloud gaming because I have Xbox, the, the Xbox app on my phone, and when I go on vacation stuff, I can go log into ESO and get my dailies done. I bring my controller and connect it to my, uh, my Android phone, and I can go get my dailies done real quick. I mean, it's I don't know how great it is for like other gaming, but it seems to work pretty well for ESO, and especially for the daily stuff, I, I can get that all done. Google's great at innovating, but they're terrible at just keeping it going. Well, I think that's the big thing. I remember reading an article about their uh, management culture and how that goes. And it's all about innovation. And anything about maintaining something is is considered a demotion. Like if you're a manager in, in, in charge of maintaining an application or whatever, that's considered demotion. Whereas if you were a manager of creating new technology, that's a promotion. I can see that coming out of them, so... <laughs> I don't trust anything with Google, and this is why I had no interest in this. I'm like, I'm staying so far away from it. Nope. I'm out. All right, next up. Is Halo switching over to Unreal Engine? This is a crazy uh, rumor that's going around lately. Halo Infinite, as we all know, has their own share of problems, and right now, a lot of rumors are swirling that they're ditching the Slipspace engine that they currently run Halo Infinite on and are preparing to move over to Unreal Engine. Um, The quote, according to journalist Jeremy Penter, he claims that sources have told him that Halo will ditch Slipspace engine and move instead to Unreal Engine 5. He says, I can only confirm that many sources are saying this and very clear that it's already been decided and Halo is for sure switching to Unreal. This comes in the wake of the lead engineer of Slipspace engineer, uh, Engine leaving 343 last month. I mean, this is pretty crazy. I mean, they just came out with this game. Yeah, the only thing, I mean, that's a that's it's just a huge development ask that it's got to be for like a, either a new, you know, a new version of the game, really, or a different game. Because, I mean, to take Infinite and then convert the engine over, like, I couldn't even imagine the cost and why in God's green earth you would want to do that. Yeah, I took the story because it was, uh, I think it was uh, David Berger, I think that is his name, the uh, Slipspace engineer that lead that uh, left, that, that this is where the, I think a lot of the rumors are coming out from because he was the lead uh, lead engineer on the, uh, the Slipspace uh, engine. And I think that... Uh, 
I think he was working closely with the uh, certain affinity group, which is the one that are working on the Halo BR. I think that's where the change is going to happen from Slip Space to uh, to Unreal Engine is on the the BR. I don't think they're going to go back and redo Infinite at this point to run off of Unreal. It just seems it's pretty tight with that the the Tanaka project or the Battle Royale project that they're working on. So. Yeah, and 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 if they do do that with the BR, it means none of the stuff will be, um, none of the stuff you have in Infinite will work in the BR game. It'll be completely separate uh, IP, and that's probably what they need to do. <laughs> they probably, probably need to separate themselves from probably. the original Halo. No, it's not like you'd be losing a whole lot. I mean, no <laughs> one likes the freaking way loadouts and armor is done in in Infinite now, anyway. So. And they can't change it either. Like they no, cannot change no, it. Like it's just, no. it's a train wreck. It's a total train wreck. I can't fathom how they went from Halo 5, where you got like bits and pieces. You got uh, shoulders here and arms there and legs there. And you can combine whatever you wanted to make your Spartan look whatever. And then this, they get these armor cores and they can't intermix them. Like it's just, it's baffling. I mean, I have my Spartan looking pretty badass. I'm pretty happy with the way he looks, but it's just, I, I, I don't know, man. It's a shame. It's, I, I like Halo Infinite. Like it plays well, but it's just, it's missing a whole hell of a lot. Like, and it's a shame because I want to play like multiplayer games like Halo Infinite. I just want more. And so now they're talking about switching to Unreal Engine and, and like, is this a three, four, three issue where they're hiring like consultants to come in and and try to like work on this, you know, this unknown engine and they they come in, work for six months, leave, and they bring in somebody else, and like it's just a whole cycle of like no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Uh, it's frustrating. It's just uh, I'm done. I don't know. I haven't played Halo in weeks and it's upsetting. Yeah, I mentioned it on the other podcast that I actually uninstalled Halo Infinite from my Xbox and even I'm I'm a big Forge fan from the past. I used to love playing in Forge, creating maps and game types and everything like that. And we'd run these things on crazy, you know, Thursday customs nights and stuff like that. And, you know, I loved it. It was so much fun. But I don't even know if Forge is going to bring me back at this point to this game. So I'm just so sad. It will for me. Um, well, I'll check it out. Like, so I, I enjoy what Infinite offers and, and I play it a lot or I used to play it a lot. I stopped like two weeks ago just after hearing some of these news, these rumors and like they're circulating. I'm like, okay, this is, it's gotta be you know, time to be done with this. Uh, and then I, I was expecting forge to be out by now and they pushed it back to November, like, like around Thanksgiving time. I'll check it out then just to see what forge has to offer and see what people can do. I, I seen some of the maps they created, some of the, 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 the rooms they've done and, and different things. So I'll check it out for that. And I want to run a GRG customs night. Like I, I'm dying to do that. That's, it's always been fun. Like Halo, we've been playing Halo custom nights and it's always been a great time. I mean, like, so I can't imagine that they're going to take Halo Infinite and put on Unreal Engine. There's just no way that's happening. I, I just, yeah, that's just not going to happen. I think Halo Infinite is now a dead duck. It's lame duck. It's just done. But we have Forge coming out eventually, and then what? So I guess my question is, 
after we said all this stuff, and we know that uh, the Tatanka has been delayed again, so I'm assuming that's going to be converted over to Unreal Engine. That's Tatanka is the Battle Royale name, code name. Should uh, Microsoft allow 343 to work on future Halo games? I think 343 is done. Get this Blizzard Activision deal done and hand this off to one of the Modern Warfare teams. Probably, right? With all the upper management and leads and technical people that have left 343 in the last year, I don't even know what kind of skeleton staff they have there anymore to do anything. So I don't really see 343 being much of a player in Halo and in future endeavors. Well, they, uh, they're not announcing any backfills either, right? They're not announcing people that they're bringing in. They're just shuffling people around. Yeah, that's what it seems, yeah. Yeah, time to dump them. Give it to Infinity Ward. Like, you know, come on. I would like to see an Infinity Ward Halo game, so. Oh, my God. They'd probably destroy it, though. I don't know. <laughs> oh, stop your... Yeah, you're they turned into another COD edition, you know. <laughs> Dual uh, Akimbo 1887s, whatever those shotguns were. Remember that? Like, oh my god! <laughs> Slide canceling. Uh, Bring back jetpacks. You know that'll be. <laughs> talking about Blizzard, we have uh, Overwatch Two. By the time you hear this podcast, Overwatch Two will be out. AKA the Overwatch DLC. Yeah, Overwatch 1 is over, done, kaput, out of here. It's gone, completely gone. Uh, Blizzard has shut down the game servers. It's interesting because they're adding a new user grind, which seems pretty tough. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, if, if you're a new user, a new player to Overwatch 2, you have to spend play 100 matches before you unlock all the characters in the game 100 complete matches like it, it's just nuts you have to win 50 matches to go into competitive only the hardcore i only want the hardcore <laughs> blizzard's <laughs> suggestion is that the gating of the content will actually benefit veteran players as well as stop newbies being matched with experienced teammates and cut down on the ease in which cheaters will simply create new accounts, which I can see part of it, but like I think 100 matches is rough. That's a lot, yeah. Especially for like the cheaters. So like coming from like you know Call of Duty dealing with cheaters and that nonsense, and like there was no repercussions. Like they'd ban somebody in Warzone and they just create a new free Warzone account and cheat again. So I can see that, but 100 matches, like holy crap. I don't know if I've been living under a rock or anything, but I've heard like virtually nothing on Overwatch 2. I don't know if they're just not marketing or if I'm just not getting targeted with it. But I played Overwatch for a while, and to be honest with you, I know absolutely nothing. Overwatch 1, I just never connected with with any of the characters. I think me and you, Greg, we played a lot of Paladins instead. Because yeah. very similar games, but it just, to me, Paladins, I understood Paladins, and it, it was better. It felt like a better game to me. Yeah, I just like the characters better and the, the way they the skills lay out and stuff like that. Just I don't know, I just liked it better in Paladins. I felt like in Overwatch, I would die all the time and never be able to kill anybody. So did you play Overwatch? I did. I played Overwatch a bit. Um, and I was, I was fine with it until they, you know, 
when a company tries to overbalance the game while the game sessions are going, like it just seems like the over the balancing was happening way too often, and they were nerfing certain skills and tanking other things, and it just. I was getting annoyed with how much they kept playing with the characters because the way that you got used to playing a character, then all of a sudden, well, shit, they, you, you can't play that way anymore because they, they can't do that heal in the same way that they did. Uh, kind of pushed me away from that game. Um, and Overwatch 2, I know like a couple years ago, they started putting out trailers for it, and it really did. It looked like a, it was an Overwatch you know, 1.5. It, was, uh, it didn't look like the maps were updated, graphics weren't updated. It was just looked like they added additional characters I'm like, you can't just release a, a whole new version of a game by just keeping the same thing and adding like two extra characters. I was like, eh. so this game fell off my radar pretty quick, and I I don't see myself picking this up at all. So, well, the the benefit is you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, like you'll oh, be able to download it. Yeah, it's a it's a free to play game because they're going to sell uh, like it's all cash shop and it's all uh, battle pass and. That makes even more sense why they're gatekeeping the 100 matches because they want to keep you around to spend your <laughs> get you to spend your money. <laughs> so, I mean, as you played it, you can download Overwatch 2. So now with that, would you would you download it again? Check it out or if we had a group of GRG that went into it um, like as a community night, maybe I would try it out then, I guess. Uh, but they're the worst ones to do like a team based <laughs> game with. I'm telling you, these guys are fucking like. Monkey fucking a football is basically the. Uh... <laughs> well, the good thing is it's very small maps in Overwatch, not like Fortnite, where all of a sudden, like, oh. <laughs> somebody will see a shiny string on the other side of the map and they'll be gone. Like, Grex, he's gone in some corner. I'm like, Grex, where'd you go? Ah, I'm going don't, here. don't confuse me with Beers, please. Uh, <laughs> oh, Beers is hiding in the corner. He literally hides. He's so scared of getting in combat in Fortnite. I'm going to buy that guy a dog to take, take him with him in Fortnite because he's so <laughs> scared. He gets, oh, I got my wins. I got three wins. You have like three kills the entire game. In, in all three wins, you have three kills. Total three kills. Like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Beers is playing hide and seek when he plays Fortnite. His only <laughs> kills are the guys that are already knocked. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether I'm not going to to download this i don't know i i did not like overwatch i didn't like like Rex. i just none of the characters clicked with me and i i don't know you're gonna get bored one night i mean uh, i may download it but then i'll probably wind up deleting it it's uh console it's 30 gigs pc it's 50 gigs so it's nothing crazy to download i don't know if i will i don't think i will I think the other thing I felt was with Overwatch is that you needed to play with people that knew what they were doing. Because they're, I mean, the classes are very specific to the tasks that you need to accomplish. And you just go in with a bunch of randos. And like, I always ran Mercy, which was the, the healer. And like, if you're, if you're playing with guys like that's running a tank, but he's sitting back behind, I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be up fucking front. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And so you play with randos that don't know what they're doing or some young kid that you know, is just basically yelling on the mic. He's, Leroy Jenkins in it. I'm like, dude, no. It just got annoying. So, with the uh, the big guy, the uh, with the the, uh, the the chain. I forget his name. Um, like, get over here, Rody. Rody. Was that Rody? With the chain, with the chain, and he grabbed you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Biker. Was that his name? Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, get over here. I don't know what he was like. The the scorpion chain. He was a tank, but that's what I used to run. Then they nerfed him and. I played Paladins instead. It was a better game. 
I liked it better. People people hated Paladins because they, it, the graphics didn't look as crisp as Overwatch, but I thought the gameplay itself was better. And I actually enjoyed the graphics. It was good for what it, it needed to be. Anyway, moving along. Up next, we got the Modern Warfare 2 beta. I don't know if you guys played this. It, it, I know, Grex, you didn't play it, right? No. No, you suck. Uh, Selden, <laughs> did you play it? I did not play it, but I did watch uh, I6 Hitman on his stream playing it, so. You still suck. <laughs> I played it. I played it. We uh, I recently got to play it, and uh, boy, it was nice to go back to an Infinity Ward game. That's all I gotta say, because, like, fuck Treyarch, fuck Sledgehammer. I don't know if you heard my dog gagging in the back, because he was gagging, because I said Treyarch and Sledgehammer, because he hates Sledgehammer and, and Treyarch as well. Uh, Black Ops is a terrible Call of Duty franchise. Vanguard is even worse. It's probably the worst Call of Duty franchise ever, or the the game title ever. Just brutal. Vanguard, I think, killed it for me. Uh, so I'm happy to go back and play some Infinity Ward. I love Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3. First thing I noticed with this beta was the graphics looked Completely amazing. Like, it's definitely um, next-gen. Vanguard really... I don't know what was going on with Vanguard. It just looked like Sony PlayStation 1 version. It was rough. Uh, but but Modern Warfare 2 on my Xbox Series X looked fantastic. Everything is crisp. Audio is fantastic. The sounds like gunfire. It was just off the charts. It They had this stuff nailed down. Like, it looks really great. It sounds really great. Gunsmith is a little bit different, like with weapon attachments. I think you guys all seen like, you know, upgrading your guns in Call of Duty, where now you have weapon trees, and so they'll have like a weapon receiver, and anything you unlock in this weapon receiver tree unlocks for all those guns. So if you unlock a, a red dot sight for this, like the M16 style variant receiver, it unlocks for all these different guns. Um it's a bit confusing, uh, I, I think mainly due to the limitations they had imposed for the beta, because they didn't have everything unlockable, and so we'll see how that works out. It should be better, I guess, I don't know. Uh, movement was the biggest change, slide canceling is gone, thank God, thank the Lord, uh, I, I'm so glad the slide canceling is gone, it's... If you've played Call of Duty, Call of Duty Modern Warfare lately, people slide, jump around, do all this nonsense, and they're still shooting you. It's craziness. I'm so happy it's gone. Unfortunately, bunny hopping is the new meta, and I've seen this way too often in the beta where somebody's jumping up and down and shooting at you, and they're, they're hitting you like dead on in the head. And I really feel that there should be some restrictions. If someone's jumping and moving while shooting... It should be very inaccurate, but I mean, what do I know? Well, they brought back dolphin dives, though, so. Well, you can't really shoot from a dolphin dive, though. Oh, no. Okay. Like, you can dolphin dive, but you can't really, like, dolphin dive and shoot. Like, it's, it's kind of delayed. And oh, I think we should go to the gun range and try this out in person. Do yes. a, a bunch <laughs> of lunge jumps and <laughs> see if we can dive. shoot straight at the same time. <laughs> See how the the uh, the the guy on on the uh, the the ranger that's on site would be like how he would handle it. he'd be like screaming at you get the fuck oh, off my oh, course 
Uh, no, one thing I did notice uh, while watching the uh, Modern Warfare 2 beta, it was uh, the pace is awesome. The pace is super fast and super smooth. It definitely felt like they did a really good job on the movements, though. Um, especially like running, cornering, and stuff like that. I was like, wow, that looks really nice and crisp. So people are bitching about skill-based matchmaking. So that's the big problem with the beta. And I don't know about you guys. I mean, what do you think about skill-based matchmaking? I still think it's more of a red herring than anything. Does it actually even work most of the time? Because I don't even know. Yeah, there's definitely some that work really well. Like, was it Halo 2 had skill-based matchmaking? I don't know. But I, I, if, it's, if it's done right, it, it's very beneficial. Because there's no reason some uber MLG guy should be going up against a bunch of Christmas noobs. Just for easy kills. So... I think it's uh, skill based definitely adds to it where you get, you know, dropped into the right pack of groups and you can work your way up and down, you know, to the, the skill group that you're currently at. I think that is a better system than just a free for all, in my opinion. I mean, I agree with you 100%. I agree with you. Uh, but the majority disagree with you. <laughs> they don't like it. They want to go in, they don't want to like sweat for their games. They want to go in, relax, get their 30 kills, and move on. Like, well, what happens to the person that gets zero and 30? So you're 30 and zero, and the other person gets zero and 30. Why would they want to come back and play this game or, or get better or whatever? Like, you got to think about the less skilled people, but I guess most people are too small minded to think that way. Well, look at your demographic. So, I mean, I know like Grex, he, he requires skill based matchmaking because he's, he's not really good at all. <laughs> but like a player like me, like, you know. You know, I'm MLG. I can, uh, yeah. no, you know, you're just as old, and the reflex start to go. And well, you get old. I, you know, I'm taking steroids to play. I keep up this MLG physique. My <laughs> thumbs are huge, like they're Juicing. massive. <laughs> Juicing. I, I play games to have it. I, I want to be entertained by them and enjoy them. Like I don't want to go into a sweat room and just get just completely dominated. On the other hand, like, yeah, it'd be nice every now and then to have a completely dominating game, but I'd rather have it, you know, right in that middle ground, right where it fits my skill set. And, you know, I can enjoy, you know, getting my, you know, the average kills in the room or type something like that. So pulling off that last minute win is, you know, more exciting <laughs> than, you know, what I'm saying like yeah. when you get down, like you're playing like dominations, like, you know, you get to like a 200 versus like 198 room. It's like damn, that was tight, you know, that was, uh, we, we kicked her, you know, we won, you know, I, I enjoy that more than uh, 200 to 100. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Yeah. The Halo Infinite Capture the Flag games, I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of those in the first place, but like when it's, uh, one team is dominating the other, it's just, it's, it's so unenjoyable at that point. Time of possession is 300 to 2. <laughs> the worst <laughs> like, is when they have like two caps and then they keep they, they cap your third flag and they just sit it in their back and then they just kill you the entire time it's like yeah all right fuck off you know <laughs> just just finish it come on please like yeah and you know because you won't leave because you don't want to lose your xp for the game right yeah <laughs> your, your five points they get another set of knee pads you need your knee pads you wear yours at all time I, all the time uh, anyway, so they got some other, uh, they introduced some other game modes with the uh, the beta. 
Uh, one of the ones was Invasion, which I don't know if I like or not. It's kind of like a super chill, casual type of thing. It's a big team battle. 20 versus 20. I think my biggest problem with this was the fact that they add in bots. I think they add in like an extra 20 bots per team. So it's it's 20 versus 20 players and then another 20 bots on top of that. But the bots basically look like every GRG gamer I've ever seen. They all stand there with their thumb up their ass. Like they are totally <laughs> retarded. And then like like it, it's so like noticeable that hey, you're a fucking bot. So it, it didn't offer anything to to kill them. Um, other than that, the game mode was was all right. It was it's probably a good way to level up your guns. Um, but they need to like up the AI for the bots, like make them like usable. Like it's it was so bad. And maybe it was just for the beta. Like the Halo ones, they increased difficulty on them, and they would get pretty nasty. They also had the uh, the last part of the weekend was the battlefield clone and it was like a 40 versus 40 thing and it was uh what if battlefield was call of duty and it was interesting it was something different i don't know if i would play it all that much i mean i play call of duty multiplayer to play call of duty multiplayer not battlefield but it was all right i guess yeah it works out like in the game was it like a huge map with the the multiple drop zones that you could pick which one you go to and then yeah yeah i mean it was it was essentially like a, a condensed version of battlefield huh. so it was a smaller battlefield map but they had like vehicles they had you, know, you can get into a tank and shit like that um there was it was like battlefield 2042 if it was fun let's let's <laughs> just say that but <laughs> Um, no, it was it was condensed version. It was smaller, and but it was it was like that. There was like five points to capture and, and hold, and like conquest your basic conquest uh, battlefield map. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's on the uh, the new Warzone map. I'm just assuming that this is all taking place on the new Warzone map, uh, which you know I cannot wait for because I have not played Warzone in in, in a, quite a while. Uh, I just can't do it anymore. I'm just done with Warzone until Warzone 2.0. I'm, I'm just, I just can't do it. Whatever that is, right? November, I think it's November. Like, I think it's shortly after. So, like, uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2 comes out October 28th. That's my birthday. Everybody, send me birthday uh, presents and gifts and money and gift cards to the glory hole. Case I mean, Drano, Drano <laughs> cases of Drano. Uh, you know, ball gags, leather masks. I'll take it all. Um, <laughs> I'll take it all. <laughs> I'll take it all. I'll take it all. I'll buy that for a dollar. Um, <laughs> so they had some changes from the uh, the beta, some feedback they got, and they're going to lower the volume of footsteps, which was like, I mean, if you were running down the hallway, you'd hear somebody like. Like an elephant coming through. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so loud. It was rough. <laughs> you can just sit there and and just like oh my god he's coming it sounds like you know he's right next to you. he's like across the town it can't be as bad as what tarkov is still <laughs> oh no I, I don't play that game I, I could not play tarkov i would not have the tolerance to play that game i played that for a little 
a long time. I love that game. <laughs> but it is, man. The footsteps in that, like, don't even think about walking across gravel because everybody in the entire map will know you're there. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. They got to be a little bit more realistic about that. Um, the other thing they're going to fix is the enemy uh, visibility. So, like, when you see somebody, like, I guess the issue now is, like, every they want to sell skins. So you can't have, like, you know, us versus them in in the game mode, so they they want everybody buy a skin and and spend the money and, and wear the skin, so it all just blends together. So you can't tell like if you're friend or foe. Like you, and the only thing you can notice by is like the little red dot above their head. I'm like, it, it's so hard. So you usually just you just shooting anybody. It was real rough in Modern Warfare Two beta, so they're, they're addressing that. Well, I guess it doesn't matter for GRG because we like to do team <laughs> team, team yeah. killing all the time anyway. <laughs> we, well, team killing and, and, and hardcore were, you know, <laughs> the, the greatest night. And it was like, a, 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 I think we were too old to shoot at the time. And we were doing like one night, we were playing uh, Call of Duty Wednesday nights, Call of Duty custom nights. And it, they picked hardcore. And I loaded up like the uh, LMG RPD. <laughs> <laughs> and I spawned behind my whole team, and I just sit there. I didn't let go of my trigger for like a good like two hundred rounds. It was they respawn. I sh- I still be shooting them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got everybody like three times each. So it was awesome. It was like nine versus nine, and I I was like just mowing my team down. It was awesome. Anyway, so there were some uh, things with going into uh, Warzone. I've seen uh, some Warzone stuff come up. I'm not going to go crazy into this because nothing's concrete. But one of the things they announced was they weren't going to do loadouts, which surprised me. Uh, but I, I, they have since backed off of this, and I think they're now going to be including loadouts. Like, Grex, could you imagine Warzone without loadouts? And just, what, just pick up weapons and that's it? Pick up weapons. Uh, you can like have set weapons that you can buy that are very expensive from, I guess, the cash shop. Like, how would that even work? Like, it, it, like, know. well, they have done game modes where they where they turn loadouts off, and uh, that wasn't. I mean, they were they were pretty fun. They weren't bad. But you play Warzone, you want your loadout, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that's the best part of the game. That's a, a, a huge thing that distinguishes that game from that's every true. other Battle Royale. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can drop in your loadout. Get enough money, buy your loadout, bring it in. The one feature that's, like, everybody universally loves, and they wanted to get rid of it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, who thought that idea? The guy in the cash shop said, you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've- we can, we can sell a lot of money from these guys that want something. We can sell loadout <laughs> markers in the cash shop for five dollars a pop. <laughs> or it was gunny. And like, you know what? Loadouts fucking suck, and so do my cowboys. But uh, anyway, so that was it for uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone. Uh, Modern, yeah, Modern Warfare Two beta. It was. It was interesting. I played just a little bit of it. I didn't get too deep into it because you were limited to a few maps and a few guns, and I already pre-ordered it, so I'm on the hook. I'm getting it. I'll be miserable with uh, beers, playing with beers online. Selden, are you a uh, Call of Duty fan? I was more of a a Battlefield guy, um, truthfully, because I just... I love the more 
role oriented in the bigger map for that. Uh, COD was okay. Um, I got, I mean, I, I, I bought every version of it just to play the, the storyline because I do enjoy the storyline. It just got too sweaty and, you know, the war zone just got too riddled with cheaters and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so hopefully they figure out the cheating aspect. So are you getting this one? Uh, I haven't pre-ordered it yet. Uh, I'll probably end up buying it though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to see uh GRG, uh, Wednesday night customs for, for, uh, modern warfare too. I'm hoping like, uh, we do that again. Cause between, uh, John Galt and beers, they create the most fucked up, annoying games that when you make you want to punch your dog. <laughs> like it's just, it's crazy. Um, they'll come up with games, headshots only, but they won't tell you it's headshots only. Um, <laughs> Uh, sticks and stones, a couple of all different games, and it's usually a good time. You have like 18, like, uh, because usually that's what is 18 players, nine versus nine, uh, for customs. It's a great time, it's all GRG. It's just we're being stupid, cursing each other. It's a good time, so I'm hoping for that again. When's this due out? October 28th, my birthday. I said this already. My birthday. My fucking birthday. How do you forget my fucking birthday? It just, seemed, it just slipped his mind all of a sudden. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm just, yeah, I expect, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out if it's if it's close enough to the Activision Blizzard acquisition that somehow Microsoft worked out a deal to say, hey, let's put this on Game Pass for free. Yeah, Sony's bitching up a storm about that. Like, they're bitching up a storm that Microsoft's buying Activision, yet they have no problems, like, accepting the uh, exclusives they had from Activision throughout these years. I mean, like, it's just, that's pretty funny. And they're still getting, for this edition of, like, Mono for a 2, they still get the extra stuff from Activision. I'd... Okay, because they already had the contract signed for that. Yep. This is it. And then after that, they're screwed. Fuck you, Sony. <laughs> All right, let's go on to TV and movies. Uh, first up, we have Dead Pu- Deadpool. Uh, Hugh Jackman is playing Wolverine in Deadpool 3. And I guess people are excited for this. I don't know. I guess it's because the first time an MCU character, or not, a Sony okay. character is coming over to MCU, or X-Men's coming through MCU, and yeah, I don't know this. Yeah, well, they're starting to introduce mutants into the MCU, and bringing Wolverine, probably the biggest X-Men character at the moment, into it, but it is probably, I guess it's pretty huge. Plus the fact that the uh, what was it the the one was it a Wolverine movie or was it an X Men movie where uh, Deadpool was in Wolverine? It was like was the most retarded character ever. He had his mouth sewn shut. Oh, and... it was a Wolverine movie. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was terrible. So <laughs> it was so terrible. Yeah, <laughs> gonna. Fix that. I'm sure they'll make references to that. But um, oh my god, they they did it in the in the Deadpool movie. He goes around with the time thing they stole from Cable, and he goes and he freaking shoots him, and then he goes and shoots himself for even looking at the script of Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Now people are, I guess, bitching because like you know Wolverine dies and. Um, the last yeah, they, movie, uh, or Logan movie. Yeah, and Logan, and old man Logan. But they're like, yeah, but that took place in 2052 or some. I forgot what year that movie took place. But they're like that. Um, 
is after, or really does has no bearing on this on this uh, on this movie. And I've bitched about how that should have ended because I I thought that that was wrong, and I thought I think for Logan. Uh, Wolverine should have lived at the end. For, uh, there's two flaws in it. It was a great, it was a fantastic movie. I love the movie. Two flaws. I think instead of fighting his uh, younger self, he should have fought like a Sabretooth or something like Sabretooth. Remember how he fought himself? Like they cloned Wolverine and he fought him. I thought that yeah. was dumb. Yeah. He should have fought Sabretooth. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, that's Wolverine's foe. And at the end, when he took the mutants up to uh, Canada, he should have started a uh, a new school for mutants, and he should have taken over Professor Xavier's role as being like the mentor to the kids. And I think it should have ended there, and it would have been fine. Like having him die was just a way of saying, like, well, we're done with Wolverine, and Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Like that was just dumb. Like it was just weak. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like Deadpool movies are okay. They're 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 funny. It's they're enjoyable. But Seldon, you a big fan of MCU? I watch all the MCU as a part of geekdom that I, I think I'm required to. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the MCU. I think they, they're they oversaturating the market with everything. But the Deadpool's a refreshing <laughs> branch off of the tree next to the MCU universe almost. Because it's just, it's just slapstick funny. And I just I enjoy it with the, the, the banter and everything like that. So I'm looking forward to the Deadpool movie. I could care less about Wolverine coming back or not. <laughs> like, the... Timelines don't even matter anymore. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's because it's comic book shit. Like it yeah, it's comic book shit. And for people to start bitching about, you know, oh no, he's dead. I'm like, you know, it's a comic it's book, comic dude. Book I'm like, yeah. And how many times did freaking each one of those characters die in the comic book and then come yeah. back? Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah I, I don't give a shit about that. Like that's like the least of my worries. I mean, like it's like yeah, I'm like Sultan. I, I don't. Uh, I'm over MCU. I've been over MCU for a very long time. As a comic book fan, as someone that read comic books like for, like crazy in the '90s, I, I'm just I'm done with it. I, I want different movies. Like I'm so sick of it. But I'll, I will watch Deadpool because of the humor and it's it doesn't take itself serious. It's just it, it's a good time. All right, uh, moving along, we have House of Boredom. I mean, uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, House of Incest. House of Incest, which is, you know, hey, that sounds hot. <laughs> sounds like a porno. Yeah, stepmom stuck in the dryer. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's just too bad that this isn't like your typical HBO show where <laughs> it's ninety percent nudity, Skinamax, <laughs> Skinamax, right? There's none of that. What's opposite of like? Game of Thrones before because they're not showing tits and ass. Like, come on, uh, you have the uncle and, and the, the girl getting it on. Like, show some ass. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see this incest. Let's go. Come on, hell yeah. Dragons fucking cars. Let's do it. I mean, uh, sorry, that's a different <laughs> subreddit I, I view. I, don't uh, disregard that. House of Dragons started off on fire. It was it was good at the beginning. It did action pack. I thought you're so. lying. Um, you're lying to me. God but, damn it! Why are you lying to me? It's, All right, go on. It's it's really it's it's kind of taken a uh, turn down in the enticement to keep watching towards the last couple episodes. Just, it's starting to get too much into the political games that they're playing, and not enough of the <laughs> the actual fire breathing dragons eating people and shit. Uh, I guess like the last five or ten minutes of this last 
episode without going to too much of the spoiler territory, but they are starting to set up the division within the family and maybe we'll start seeing some, some good stuff now. Yeah, I hope so. So, yeah, but the issue still is we have no interesting characters. Damon Targaryen no, no, no. might be the only one that's of interest. Like the, the only one that you might actually like, uh, but even he's nothing compared to the original game of Thrones. I mean, you look at the characters you have in the Game of Thrones, like the Hound, Joffrey, uh, uh, Eddard Stark, uh, Jon Snow, Tyrion, Tywin Lannister. I mean, like they were monumental characters. They were just, and you'd watch them on the show, and you just you couldn't turn away. Like these people, like are just they have no presence, zero, and there's no action. There's no fighting. There's nothing. So I don't know what they're trying to go with with this show. Like I think they should have killed the king in the second episode and let everything fucking just erupt at that point. <laughs> it's keeping the king around keeps everything calm and boring. So. Everybody hates the king and like I think he's like he's kind of like the most chill king that the the throne has ever seen. Like like he's more chill and relaxed than like uh what's this guy um uh what was the the fat guy from the original Baratheon the uh what's his first name I, I forget his name from the original Game of Thrones uh or or Joffrey or or uh like he, he he's not bad as a king that's the problem is that we're comparing him to the other kings that we've seen and the other kings are just fucking badasses or they're completely out of their gourd and they're doing interesting shit. yeah like this guy is just kind of yeah you're right he's just too vanilla. chill he's just he's vanilla he's like uh yeah. He's a he's a lame king. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like Grex. The GRG. He, Grex ought to be more like me. Decisive and angry. Decisive and angry. Oh, boy. I, I do like that we're getting a lot more dragon action going on in the shows than we did during Game of Thrones, but stop spending all your money on CGI for those and give us some action in the fucking actual world. It's so weird. So I watch a lot of like YouTube nonsense because I'm like mindless. I'll go back and watch like Game of Thrones scenes. And if you watch like the original Game of Thrones scenes, you watch like anything from like season one to five, any scene you watch during there beats anything we've seen so far in season one of this show. Like I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I still watch it because I'm stupid. I I still watch Game of Thrones. I mean, not Game of Thrones. I still watch. Uh, the Walking Dead. So I'm a sucker sometimes. So I'm hoping they fix things, and it's they, they won't. Well, we got eight episodes coming up, and that's it for Walking Dead. Uh, well, thank God. But then they do have all the spinoffs. Don't worry about it. You'll have Walking Dead forever. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving along from House of Boredom, we're gonna go to Lords of the Boredom. I mean, Lords of the, the Rings or whatever, the, the power, whatever the show's called. I don't even know what the show's called. Lord of the Rings, Power of the Rings, or Power of the whatever. Do you watch this at all, Selton? The Rings that never exist. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I've been watching this, too. Um, this, is, this is one of those ones that started off extremely slow. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, if anybody's sticking with it, they're really looking to, to watch the show, but... It's starting to pick up a little bit. Um, it's getting a little bit more exciting now that they've gotten past all the establishing lore uh, key points. The best part I, I thought of the last episode was when the dwarf 
was fucking with the elves and said, this stone is, yeah, yeah. you know, religious table, to our family. Yeah. This is so important to our culture. It's We only use it for monuments or for for uh, tombs. And then, like, they, they were like, the elves were like, we'll give it back to you. And then he was just fucking with them. He was just, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I, that's the, that's. That's Lala Calamari troll level. I'm like, I was very proud of that moment. I'm like, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan, as I said on the show many times. You know what caught me is the, the worst moment of the last episode? And it this is me being so fucking nitpicky and being ridiculous as I am. So um I forget her name, the uh, the the queen. Right, she she's in the battle dress, like she's wearing like the the armor and stuff like that, and she's at the thing. She's got her breastplate that's like scale armor. Her shoulder blades are scale armor, and like in between, like she's wearing like like it's cloth in between, but the cloth is is like printed scale armor. Like it's not. It, it looks like if you went to like a store and had like the the pepperoni shirts made up. Like I don't know. If, like I'm insane with for thinking this, but I see this stuff, and the costume is so bad. You can see it's cloth. You can see that's not scale armor. You can see this. It, it's clearly like a printed shirt, and it drove me nuts because like you watch a show like this show obviously wants to be Game of Thrones, and they spent the money on. It. They spent two billion dollars or whatever the a billion dollars on it. Whatever they spent on, it. they spent a ton of money on it. And, and they cannot get the costuming right. Like Game of Thrones costuming, like season, like the original series Game of Thrones, they had the most amazing costuming. Like it was, you, you have like the Lannisters and their armor, and they 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 just look this way. And you have like the Blackfish, and you'd have you'd have the uh, the North looking this way. And they didn't settle for cheesy ass printed shirts, and and they had it in this show, and it just. Boy, it just it stuck out to me, and I was gonna like screen cap it and post it to to chat, but then you guys would all mock me for being too anal. It it hurt him at an emotional level. It did. It it, it it seriously like to me like you spent a billion dollars on the show, and then you have this. Like I could see like having like the scale armor, the breastplate. You can have the shoulder pads, and maybe have just a different color shirt. Like you didn't have to have it like to match. I, I'm being anal. I'm being anal. It just didn't look right. I, I'm just that's all I saw. Yeah, well the show was the show's been I mean, I like the show better than Game of Thrones. That's right now. I disagree. I think the show's a little better than Game of Thrones. I think you're now. wrong and you suck ass. <laughs> the last episode was pretty good with the battle and uh yeah. I mean it's starting to pick up some pace so I think that they flipped positions. I really liked uh, House of the Dragon at the beginning of the series, and now it's the. Uh, I think you suck ass too. I'm sorry, has <laughs> taken over. So they have they have somewhat more interesting characters. Although the the lead elf, I'm not I'm not too too fond of. I find her a little bit of annoying. She's too woke, but we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. I, I don't want to upset anybody. You're not you're not uh, young enough to use that word, so you gotta stop. Let me look up my uh, my my kids' Discord, and I'll break some words for you. Like, I don't even <laughs> understand what my youngest says. Like, he's he's texting me stuff. I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Like, like <laughs> uh, nor do I care. I don't even care to know what you're saying to me. 
get off my lawn. Get off my fucking lawn and go cut, go cut my grass, bitch. <laughs> so the orcs like drive me nuts, like with the show, and and I don't know why. I've never seen Power Rangers a minute in my life, but they remind me of like Power Rangers like enemies. Like they're all like goofy looking, and they're like crouched down doing this stupid nonsense. I've caught myself looking at it going like, I think I've seen these same movements by the orcs that were in like the uh, Walking Dead horde. <laughs> I mean, it's the same wobbling, the same just drooling. <laughs> and then the kid's hiding behind like, a, like I'm going to hide behind the stick and the orcs won't see me. He's like right next to me. He won't see me. I'm high behind the stick. And I think for a billion dollars, uh, a series is a billion dollars. I expect better. All right, let's move along into Star Wars Andor. For all you Star Wars nerds out there, um, we're on like what episode four now? Is it? I think we're at episode yeah. four. Or yeah, and <laughs> you know, I'm I'm so dumb sometimes. I'm not. I don't keep up to date with all the stuff Star Wars. I I've been ignoring that too because the last trilogy killed me with Star Wars. So I didn't realize that this was a prequel to Star Wars Rogue One. This guy was whatever. And I'm watching these episodes. I'm like, where the fuck are we going? So we've had three episodes of like nonsense. And then finally, a fourth episode, we finally get to a hint of what we're trying to do here. And I think this is the problem with Star Wars and the TV show. Like, I, I really think they should have understood that people would not know who the fuck this guy was, or maybe they didn't watch Star Wars Rogue One and, like, build this up a little sooner? I guess it's okay. Do you guys watch this? Like this? What do you think of this show? Uh, I think this show is pretty good, but yeah, I agree. I mean, at first you're kind of like, what are we doing? What's the uh, what's the protagonist's goal here? It was kind of lost in in the beginning, but I mean, I can now that got into the fourth episode is starting to see is the show about the rebellion and the start of the rebellion or and his role in it, you know. But at first, it was like, where are we going with it? So I agree. You can tell, like the original Star Wars movie, the first one, A New Hope. What's going on? It's within two hours. We have a start and a beginning. I mean, a beginning and an end to the to the movie. Like he's Star Wars, he's a, he's a he's a little farmer boy, and he becomes you know um, X wing fighter, and he's gonna you know he destroys the Death Star, and he's gonna become a Jedi Knight after that. Like that's within two hours. We 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 make this jump. We're four hours into the show, and we're just like we're still not even to like where the, where is this show going? Like. Maybe it's just me. I, I have a low tolerance for Star Wars stuff anymore. Like they they brutalized the thing that I loved. I'm a little bitter. Selden, did you watch this? I did, and I, I'm kind of there with you. I think that they're they're stretching the story too long. There's a lot of stuff that just doesn't need to be there. <laughs> like you could wrap this up in a lot shorter period of time. Well, they knew they couldn't sell a movie, um, yeah. so they made a series. <laughs> And um, now they're stretching it out to. I, mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's bad. I mean, it's, it's 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 definitely watchable and stuff. And yeah, but it definitely feels like the the story could have. It was a story that was nice and tight, but they had to expand it, and they never condensed it back after they expanded or something. Right. So yeah, it's something they could have done easily. 
I just don't get where they're going with Star Wars. I don't think they they understand. I, maybe they just can't write an outline. I don't know. It, it's frustrating. I I watch this stuff and hope for better. I hope for, it's going to get good. And they might be they might be going the same way that the MCU is, and they're 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 pushing out too much stuff too quickly, and they're not getting a ch- chance to really vet and polish the material before they send it out the door. And it's unfortunately, it's not just these two things that are doing it. I mean, Netflix basically pioneered that. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, counting over over quality. You know, yeah. well, Netflix became. Um, you remember, like, you know, straight to DVD or, or VHS, whatever. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, that's Netflix. Yeah. There's no straight yeah. to DVD anymore. It's straight to Netflix. Like, okay, yeah. we can't put this in the movie theater. It's straight to Netflix, and that's that's where we're, we're at yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These streaming services, like, so Disney cannot create enough content, so they got to like fill with whatever they can. And Star Wars to me was something special. The, the, the original Star Wars series, uh, the first three movies were amazing, and. Now we're at the point where we're just going to start creating goofy-ass shows just because, you know, it's Star Wars. And people are going to just, oh, it's okay because it's Star Wars. And they got a blaster gun. Like, no. Um, the quality, the writing, the characters, uh, the interest, it just isn't there. The awe. The, I mean, you watch Star Wars and you saw the X-Wings fly or you saw like them fly. You saw them fly over the Death Star. You're just like, in awe of like what you were watching. And you, you're still that way now watching the original Star Wars because, I mean, they used like actual, like live models. They, you just don't have that feeling. No. No. I mean, Maverick kind of, they were trying to bring that back with Maverick. And that's the thing what Maverick made Maverick so well was that they really brought back the realism. You like it, Maverick because you like the football scene. Come on. Stop. Uh, I mean, who doesn't? Come on now. I, I, I mean, I, I, I may have paused it once or twice during it, but <laughs> I watched it with my kid. We talked about this before, and like, yeah, I watched it with my kid, and like, as much as I bitch and moan about movies, that was a fun movie. That was a popcorn movie. That was like one you go, yeah. you have your yeah. big bowl of popcorn, you watch it, and you're like, it's a good time. I mean, like, they, they create this stupid situation where they have to take the stupid plane to go into the whatever. That's fine. It was still sure. good. it was still a fun movie. It was what it was. Yeah, but yeah, like Star Wars and MCU, it's it's um just they they want to pump out the numbers, you know, do the Netflix number no uh model and sacrifice quality over it. Kind of like your gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that they're doing right is that they are releasing these on a weekly basis rather than dumping the whole series at once. Because like games that throw the House of the Dragon and Rings. I don't think you could process what they're the story that they're telling in a a, a binge cycle. But uh, yeah, it's something that you definitely need, like a, that that time around the water cooler to digest the the scene you saw. Yeah, and I feel that's the that's the that's the byproduct to them just stretching it out so they don't lose viewership, right? And have viewers drop off after seasons get pushed out, and then to keep more of a steady stream of uh, subscribers. That's what it's all about, subscribers. Uh, anyway, I think that's about it for us tonight, right? You guys got anything else? I got nothing. 
It's past no, I got nothing else. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sick of watching TV. I don't know. Just watch porn. It's better. Better plot. You got the you got the stepmom stuck in the in the washer, and then a kid comes up behind her, and uh, there anyway. <clears throat> that's gonna do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I want to thank uh, Selden and Grex for being on the show tonight. Thank you guys. Yep. Always. Thank you. <laughs> As always, I have to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.groomerpergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as follow us on Twitter at Twitter. Yeah, yeah, at twitter.com. Yeah, at grgamers.com, spelled the D O T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. 50% off used GRG thongs in the store right now. Go get them. Yeah, how do you follow that? Freshly worn by Lala himself. <laughs> what is the code for?